Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. beginning buffer for the thing mm-hmm. yeah just as we i mean i could keep it in if you want me to no. sometimes you keep no. like Some, a little bit a little bit just a little bit a little bit a little bit <laughs> okay i love when he's peering over the stall and looking at the guys like, shut your fucking mouth <laughs> <laughs> well that's a and good in- like, <laughs> i mean rick and morty could be that's this discussion that's a good introduction for what we're going to talk about we have a special guest today yeah introduce yourself <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hi. Oh, uh, hi, people. My name's Paul. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Paul is my partner. Yes. No. I'm, I'm the... I thought we were going to say is... we found him on the street. Oh. <laughs> is one of you the host and one of you is the co-host? We're or both you're co-hosts. We're both mutual co- co-hosts. co-hosts. We're, we're mutual co-hosts. Nobody... Yeah. We, we do different things for the podcast. Cam does the editing. I... Do social media Most of the marketing. Yeah. All of the marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff's always going around putting flyers out there for it. Yeah. Speaking of flyers, you just got back from Wakanacon. I did. Wakanacon was, was amazing. Um, not my best con financially, but I made really good connections. Good. Um, and I passed out all the flyers. And if you're listening <laughs> now, thank you for grabbing the flyer. Yay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it um, seems like. You had a really great time there. Yes, I did. Yeah. Even kind of sick, but... Oh, by the way, people, (laughs) it wasn't the cold or flu. It was a sinus infection. I am on day eight of 10 days straight with antibiotics, so we are sober as hell in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No drinking today. Also, it's early in the day, and it's like a little too... I've got some work to do later. Don't (laughs) want to have a giant headache. No, no, no. So, uh, sober art chat for us today. Yes. You should it's a not, spinoff. Just so you know, yeah. you shouldn't mix antibiotics with alcohol. No. It kind of cancels the antibiotics out. Yeah. In case you didn't know that. Don't do it. I didn't know that. A lot of people don't know that. I guess doctors don't Until you told that. You should probably not do it. Yeah. <laughs> just no, any medication, just, yeah. I would be wary. Just don't do it. Um, so what are we talking about? Paul, do you want to say? Cartoons. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Cartoons. Cartoons. Yay! I did it. You did it. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about is animation, such as your favorite anime or cartoon, is that just for kids? Mm-hmm. So, I guess I answer. I feel awkward. Now. I feel um, awkward if I was watching something and it was just for kids. Mm. I'm not a kid. All right. Mm-hmm. So, how do we all feel? Do we feel cartoons are just for kids? Yes or no? No. Hell no. No. So we all agree on that. We all agree that cartoons are not just for kids. But I understand that that is a point of view that some people do have. Yeah. So why do you think people have that point of view? I feel like it like 
depending on the cartoon, usually takes like big ideas and simplifies them so that children can understand. Certain cartoons do that. It's more accessible. Yeah. For a wider audience. But then, you know, there are cartoons specifically made for adults. And then there are (laughs) cartoons that are like marketed towards kids but have things for adults in them. Um, yeah. So do we think that like maybe cartoons, like some people don't take cartoons seriously, are only looking at it visually because it looks so simplified? I think so. I think you're right. I also think it's probably maybe like a generational thing. Mm-hmm. Like for a long time, cartoons were predominantly marketed towards children. Um, yeah. There was no um, like avenue for marketing towards adult viewers even if sure the themes and content was there it just wasn't targeted at that audience mm-hmm. so in the general public mind yeah i feel like comics got that rap in the beginning not the beginning but like when they started to be like really mainstream and like all the superhero comics were coming out it was very much like those are for kids and then there was our crumb that is mm-hmm, sexy mm-hmm. cats <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it just you know, there was clearly avenues for adults to explore mm-hmm. uh, that art. But, I don't know, like, well, you, d- you, Paul, you just said that you would feel awkward watching a show that was for kids, but I don't feel <laughs> <laughs> I don't Because, like, sometimes I, I was just thinking about this, like, I'm going to be 30 in February, and I would be down to just sit and watch a bunch of Arthur <laughs> because <laughs> I really liked Arthur growing up and like that, you know. Arthur has some <laughs> very relevant themes yeah. episode to episode. <laughs> I really liked it. And I, I think, and also like. It's not just a meme. Not just a meme. No. Guess what, kids? It's attached to a show with some yeah. really wholesome. <laughs> that fist is just a wholesome <laughs> It's attached to a person. Well, when someone says Arthur is just a meme, I use that Arthur meme. <laughs> no, what is it? Meta. Wait. So what? What is Arthur? He's an aardvark. Is that what you're asking? What is? What do you mean? What is a man? A Homo sapien. Um, Arthur. Wait. What is an aardvark? Oh crap. Never mind. That's a whole other thing. Is that like an anteater? Is that different? Is it like a beaver? <laughs> no, it's not a beaver because they're not like. They don't live in the water. Is it like a antelope? Maybe. No. <laughs> Either know. way, I remember even as Sorry a person that. who went to high school, I would sit and watch Bob the Builder. Aww. And remember Nickelodeon <laughs> with the face? Face. Face. <laughs> yeah. What? I would watch that and like... <laughs> face. Um, the, the, real, the, the real world of... Richard oh, Scary or something yes. like that. Something, oh, yeah, yeah. The scary mm-hmm. world of Richard. I don't it, know. What the Richard, fuck it was called. Uh, the busy world. The busy world. Thank yes. you. Something. Before my time. Maybe um, a little. Gumby. Gumby. I watched, that was way before my time. But they, <laughs> yeah. Played, they, played, they played it on like Nickelodeon or something. Yes. So I watched that too. Gumby was kind of religious, I think, wasn't it? For real? I think, I think it was like a... Christian cartoon. It was a very wholesome cartoon. Yeah, it's like I never a psychedelic felt, Christian. I, I never felt like there was like being Christian maybe, values being pushed on me. Maybe it's, like, it's one of those things where it's like not overtly Christian, but Christ, like it kind of falls into the category of like, like a Christian details. cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it's very that's, that's really. I mean, just like it teaches the golden rule and everything. Like yeah, that. like it's just about being Christian nice. values. <laughs> so, yeah. 
I don't know. I got. I could talk about like all of my favorite cartoons forever. Now that well, that know leads it. into my next question. What's oh. your favorite cartoon? Or wait, did you have something to say? Paul? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was thinking maybe to establish like our context with cartoons, like our relationship with them. Like, mm-hmm. What was our first real experience with them growing up? Mm. Okay, that's that's a better question than yes. what's your favorite show right now. <laughs> our real. Or, hmm. Do you have an answer for that? Is that why? You uh, because I don't know. I have the thing about that. Uh, I can yeah. tell you mine. Okay. Sure. Ren and Stimpy. Mm, for sure. Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Wait, how old Stands out to me. I was way too young for Ren and Stimpy, guys. Stinky, oh stinky. <laughs> like, I remember watching it and thinking to myself, I want to do that. Yeah. Not literally what they're doing on the no. TV screen, you, but like, I, I want to do cartoons. The guy was a creep. The yeah, director. we yeah. talked about, well, you that got edited that. out. That we got, had to cut that out for time, but, We did yeah. talk about that in our, uh, one of the, <laughs> one of the problematic <laughs> artists, ones. how I got really heartbroken when I found out, because, like, Ren and Stimpy was, like, the cartoon that made me realize, like, I would like to pursue art. Mm-hmm. One of the things. Yeah. yeah. Separate I, the artist. I cannot separate it. Now every time it's, I look at Ren and Stimpy or like hear the log song, I'm just like, that guy was a fucking creep. Uh, it's tainted. I, I was like, I bought the DVDs mm-hmm. for the Ren and Stimpy. I think it's three seasons. And I was like getting really into it and I watched all the commentary. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, it was really creepy. Hard Is to it? listen to Ooh. some parts of it. What's the guy's name? It's like a, oh, it's it's a weird name. A lot of silver. It's really long, but is it like Dan? Or he has like a really basic white name. <laughs> a white guy name. There was like, or Jack. It there was, was Jack, isn't it? I don't remember. There was one episode where um, a female animator mm-hmm. was talking with them, and he got re- he got super weird about it. Oh God! I had, to, I had to turn it. Off. Oh, John. <laughs> See, I knew it was like a basic white guy named John. Kirk Falusi? Falusi, yes, thank you. Mm. That's right. what we're talking about. We're talking I was like, about John Krasinski? Wait, no, no, that's the quiet guy. <laughs> that's Jim. So that was mine. Uh, Ren and Stimpy has been forever ruined since that came out. Um, but I remember growing up, that was like it, the first cartoon I could think of like that I vividly remember. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, maybe Unico. And um, before, it was not like a hipster. Ooh. I don't before think a lot of people cool. know what Unico is. Unico I don't even know what that is. Unico is like... A, anime movie that was made in the late 70s early 80s mm-hmm. it's really hard to find i think you can only find it well no i have the dvd of it but um it's just really obscure and then before ghibli got big my mom would play my neighbor totoro mm. so those were like my exposure yeah of animation like when you're young yeah i i also have kind of a like, that sort of connection to Ren and Stimpy because, like, my mom loved it and... My dad loved it. Yeah. So, like, we would watch it together and that and, uh, and like, Beavis and Butthead and yeah. <laughs> anything, like, yeah, all the inappropriate shows. Um, and there was a, sh- a program on MTV called Liquid Television. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> We're old. Which, <laughs> yeah. I know. Which, um, was... Not all cartoons, but 
a lot of it was just lots of like kind of experimental stuff. I, there was an anime, I think, right? Aeon Flux. Yeah, was Aeon on Flux. there. Uh, all wasn't I remember. That how Daria got started too. Wasn't she just like Daria was a spinoff of Beavis and Butthead because okay. she was originally oh, really? a character in Beavis yeah. and Butthead. Yeah, hmm. and so to answer that earlier question, that is my all-time favorite cartoon. Daria. Uh, fun fact: I don't actually like Daria as much. Like the character as much as I like Jane. Everyone likes Jane. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone really liked Jane more than Daria. Is Jane the one with the black hair? Yeah, yeah. she's okay. the friend. That's the tall friend. I just relate to her on a lot of levels. Wait, but that's not like a Mike Judge joint. Like, did he mm, work on? No, he invented her. I think, but mm-hmm. uh, he didn't actually okay. work. I forget. Yeah, I'd have to look up like the actual animators and stuff but as a teenager daria stood up to me sure or not yeah, teenager yeah. Mm-hmm. a little bit i was a little bit younger yeah she teenager. was because she was in high school by the time we were probably in junior high yeah so but was during that. that time she stood up to yeah. me uh but i can't i like to dig into a deeper level like i'm trying to think of there was i never really sat down and had a cartoon that made me think i want to do like animation or because i didn't i don't do animation so that never happened but i don't know i or guess it's just more just up to you yeah, I, I think I think it is just like you know the Beavis and Buttheads and the weird kind of uh, liquid television me <laughs> style cartoons that I think inform a lot of my current art and how I draw and do that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah I totally see that. But, oh, thanks. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> well, no. well, there's life drawings on my wall which are like no, but I've seen super more, uh, detached from <laughs> abs or impressionistic work. Yeah, it does, it does sort of remind me of that aesthetic. Yeah, I think I mean I, I feel like it's in there somewhere. Sort of strange, bizarre, mm-hmm. twisty faces. Yeah, man. Oddly proportioned. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Paul's answer is probably going to be far different from Cam and oh. mine because he's younger. Be the very best. Oh, no here we go. No one ever was. You don't have to write to that song. Do, do, do. Yes. <laughs> Because I sing that well. No, so, but it's so Digimon. <laughs> I, I mean, I could sing that theme, theme oh, song too. I don't even know that theme song. Digimon. No, no, we have zero oh. rights. Don't do I mean, it. we've already gotten the shit taken down <laughs> anymore, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I am firmly part of the anime generation. Yes. I think that was like the first cartoons that I liked because mm-hmm. I was born in wait. When did that show start airing? I was a little in, in the nineties. Pokemon? Yeah, like late, late 90s. late nineties. Yeah, that's probably those were like the first shows that I remember waking up on a mm, Saturday to catch the excited. new episodes. <laughs> to see like, it. What's gonna happen in uh Celadon City? Look at that this generation week. gap right there. <laughs> I mean, I I grew up watching Pokemon too. I remember wanting to make that the show that I kept up with every whenever it was on and mm-hmm. i just couldn't but i i you know i uh indulged in the games and the card collecting and so forth and but those sorts of shows were very different from the ones you guys are mentioning because it's like a soap opera it is. Where it's like yeah. a serialized story yeah. where there's a consistent plot threads yeah. week after that week that wasn't after available week. to us like I, I feel like cartoons in the 90s weren't used to tell a really complicated storyline Right, Cam? Like, because I'm thinking of Doug, yeah, I'm thinking of There's like a theme episode to episode. They're pretty much one-off shows. Yeah, one-offs, unless, yeah. like, Rugrats, they got 
when they started some. getting kind of serious, where they decided to make like a little bit of a plot, then they had yeah. movies. I remember watching Rugrats when I was really little, and it like creeped me out. <laughs> it was kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. So I I grew up with the anime, and yeah. I actually, I, uh, and then like Saturday nights on Adult Swim, like mm-hmm. Inuyasha and all that stuff, and FLCL was. Might still be my favorite anime. I'm not I sure. mean, I I know Cam doesn't really watch anime because we already established that Cam only watches hentai. Of which, of which, I do not I mean, anymore, really. and I'm like ashamed of that. And if you watch it, you should probably be ashamed of it too. No. Okay, moving on. Definitely. <laughs> what were you talking about? Uh, I'm sorry. You were going to oh, say something oh, about anime. Um, like I, I remember, like being in high school and watching anime. Yeah. But I already felt like mine was probably that. That wasn't my first exposure. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You probably have more nostalgic feelings towards the like 90s. retro aesthetic for anime, like Unico, like you mentioned. Yeah. So I have a question for everybody talking about this kind of stuff. Like, did your? I know you said Paul that your dad watched um, Ren and Stimpy with you, but like those shows that i don't know that you got into as a kid like was that something that you were pretty much on your own with or did your parents like get it did they think that was did they ever sit down and watch it with you or like any adults in your life were they like did they just be like oh this is for kids like you're just a kid though like the anime stuff i watched my parents were very they didn't really (laughs) get it (laughs) see what was uh people still don't get it (laughs) yeah. yeah I think the aesthetic was just so different from sure. what they were used oh, to. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is not for me. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to invest myself in this. Mm-hmm. Also, animation is very different in Japan. Well, just Asian countries in general than it is in the U.S. They put more time and effort. Mm. I mean, it's beautiful, mm-hmm. generally. I mean, I think about like those cartoons from like the 80s and early 90s, the, like, what is it, the Thundercats yeah. and stuff like that, and, like, which is gonna or Scooby Doo and mm-hmm. all those. Oh yeah, um, I there remember so much intricate details in, the, in that. Well, at I, least I felt like I feel like you feel that way, but then when you go and look at it, it's just like a coloring book. It's like <laughs> super simple lines and like not that that's bad, but it's just you like mean the old yeah, like stuff? the older stuff. Yeah, like the it all muscles. Mm-hmm. maybe not intricate detail, it but they were trying looks to the be same. more realistic. I think. Yeah, to a degree, I think so. Um, there wasn't like yeah, like those 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 kinds of cartoons. There wasn't a whole lot of well, there were creatures, but it wasn't like the focus. The focus was always very like human or humanoid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the human form. Like, yeah. I just I never watched those old muscle <laughs> muscle shows like He Man and yeah. Thundercats and all that. I was which like they're all getting reboots, which is weird. Mm-hmm. And it's all in the new, like, modern cartoon aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Adventure Time started Mm -hmm. with the bendy limbs. Did your parents ever watch cartoons with you, Kim? My mom definitely did. She also, like, really loved The Simpsons. And when it was, like, first starting, like, she always wanted to watch South Park with me (laughs) and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Not just for kids. Well, that one. Not at all for kids. Um, I'm trying to think. My dad never really did. My dad likes comedy, but not so much cartoons. He likes Spongebob. My dad really likes Spongebob. (laughs) Uh, Which is cute and fun. I haven't watched Spongebob for years, so... Which I think it's still going. Really? 
think. Wow. I could be wrong. I have no idea. I never had Nickelodeon growing up. So. You didn't have Nickelodeon? No, Cartoon Network was what my family wanted to pay for. They could never really afford like every cable channel. So yeah. That was the one when they, we could get it. Gotcha. Because that had all the good anime on it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. My parents never really watched cartoons with us. But the one that I remember my dad saying and enjoying was uh, Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, I don't even know that one. That, that That's show. a cartoon? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Saturday. Yeah, it was on Kids Tell yeah. That show's actually awesome. Yeah, it's it actually really good. It didn't oh, go that show. long, but it's surprisingly... Fascinating. Yeah. My parents did not watch cartoons with me at all. Mm. Like, maybe in passing, but, like, when I started getting, like, super big into anime, like, they didn't get it. I feel like anime is the cutoff point for a lot of people, it sounds like. It looks fucking weird. (laughs) They're just not used to it. This is not from where I'm from. Yeah. (laughs) What they were thinking. My mom did say she had a crush on Speed Racer when she was growing up. That was really cute. Oh, wait, who's our our cartoon crush? Let's go. Who's our wife who's in Husbandos? Is it weird that I like both Jane and Trent? Trent is the brother. <laughs> um, Trent was like huge when I was growing up and telling myself that I'm not supposed to like girls. So I was like, oh, Trent, then Trent. I'll pick Trent. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I had a crush on Trent too. I mean, he was. Yeah, me. Me, me, <laughs> me, too. me As a person, he's not great, but no, like, he's he was, garbage was when you hot. rewatch it. <laughs> As adults now watching that show again, you're just like Trent. Really, is like a kind jerk. of a jerk. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about Lazy most of the characters on that show. Is. Right, that's the thing. No, yeah, I guess. I guess he just looked like all the guys that I liked in yeah. real life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Did you have any crushes? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Cartoon crush. Mask, too. There's too many to count. From I don't Sailor know that is. Oh. But then I liked all the Sailor Scouts, too, and I was just like, hmm, I don't know if I'm supposed to like everyone. <laughs> I guess I never really thought about it that way. That's when normal. I was growing up. <laughs> that's normal. You're just, you're just that's normal. Good. No, I know. It's fucking weird. Not, it's not weird to have a, yeah. a crush on a character in a show that you love. Or, like, even a character that you would want, like, to hang out with, like, be a friend yeah. with. Oh, I, there's countless in shows yeah. that Yeah. I mean, yeah, Ash Ketchum? True. Come on. What a cool guy. <laughs> Oh, Pikachu! <laughs> oh my god. Get back in here! Pikachu! Oh god. You're dead again. Oh. <laughs> Pikachu probably, they probably went through a few Pikachus. Oh. Filming that. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, you know, they only We're have... we 35th Pikachu. Oh god. Should we delve into, like, artistic cartoons and animation? Uh, you mean, like, that... that or are... I, like... Fine art. Mm. We could do that after. Yeah. I feel like we can zoom through most of this okay. pretty quick. Because I've actually done animation. <laughs> I know you Oh, yeah, you should totally talk about that. Yeah. Um, after this fake commercial. Yeah, fake commercial. Are you ready for the champ? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's just saying. Yeah, you just join us. Okay. Fake commercial. Fake commercial. Fake commercial. Fake commercial. Fake commercial. Fake commercial. Hey everyone, um, so even though Steph and I really have no affiliation with any church, a local congregation did reach out to us and they wanted us to share this message with you all, so we thought, sure, why not? Um, 
I'm going to read it in the way that they instructed me to, uh, so here it goes. The message reads, When I wake up in the morning and the alarm gives out a warning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. But it's alright, because I'm saved by the bell. If the teacher pops a test, I know I'm in a mess. And my dog ate all my homework last night. Riding low in my chair, she won't know that I'm there. If I can hand it in tomorrow, it'll be all right. It's all right, because I'm saved by the bell. That's beautiful. Uh, I hope that brightened your day a little bit. I'm sorry that we don't have a discount code for you this week. Um, as a matter of fact, you'll be charged a tax for listening to this. So be sure to look out for that in your mail and pay it on time. Uh, all right, back to the episode. Unless we want to just continue being I'm just making noises. For someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. <laughs> um, well, I didn't tell. So, how do we feel about cartoons being used for political reasons? Does that technically make them a PSA? Or mm. what are your thoughts, feelings? I don't know. I don't feel like cartoons currently are being used for political reasons. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a modern day But I feel like I've seen a lot of examples. Well, okay. Cam? So my thought on that, I mean, I don't feel like maybe it's not as overtly happening or it's just not in our like radar of what we're watching. But even though it aligns with my views, I think that people can argue things like Steven Universe could be kind of political because it talks a lot about very it's like lots of stuff that's happening socially and culturally that's true um, and it's pro you know like lgbtq um it's it's i feel like it actually even has some socialist undertones and stuff like that but it's just it's that's depends on how much you read it i feel like people from the opposite side would read into it that way and see like they might think it's propaganda but no, that know. is true. I think I've seen arguments about that, actually, yeah. for Steven Universe. Like, um, I know a lot of people got really, like, I guess they were just polarizing opinions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was so sad. I guess I we need to amp it up. When we're drunk, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I know people, um, just a lot of polarizing opinions about the whole Lapis and uh, Jasper situation right. and about how... Steven Universe kind of subtly, well, I don't even think subtly, I think it was like in your face, like handled how to... Like abusive like, relationships. Yeah, abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't have to be physical, it can be mentally and emotional. Yeah. Or, you know, people got upset or people were like, wow, this is amazing that they, you know, did this and mm-hmm. kids are watching mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So um, I guess, yeah, Steven Universe technically could be. Yeah. Uh, but we, before we started recording, we watched a pretty... <laughs> 
horrible cartoon um, yeah, that, that was, Cam that has was never intense. seen. Wait, have you seen Ooh, it? I've never seen that oh, okay, either. Okay, so both of you have seen, seen it. I've seen things like it. It was yeah. the Donald Duck as a Nazi. Yes. Um, and, and not particularly liking it. The title yeah, no. was... Uh, uh, Fuhrer's Face the, or something? Face, which actually yes. I don't get. Yeah, it was very odd as a title. Yeah. Like, they showed a space at the end, and I was like, what? This <laughs> yeah. is, seems separate. It was weird. So, I've seen anyway. this cartoon. I forgot how I got, how it was shown to me, or if I just discovered it on my own, but Cam and Paul, would you like to explain what the cartoon's about? Uh, well. <laughs> well, it starts out. And you should presumably... mention the character, too. Sure. <laughs> and what is presumably Nazi Germany in the 1930s with various um, caricatures of different uh, mm. nationalities that were part of the axis of evil. Mm-hmm. It was. We have our beloved Donald Duck. Yeah, Donald Duck. <laughs> and he's he is a, a Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is just, it's bizarre it's to see this. It's super bizarre. So I feel like I have seen clips of it, and no. I was just like, oh, ill. But, like, I've never sat down to watch the whole yeah. thing, and which is only, like, eight minutes it's long. It's not super on-brand for Disney no. <laughs> these days. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that, because Disney's known for doing oh, some shit like that. Sure, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it, it I, and I actually had a, like, I was wondering in the beginning, is this pro or, like anti-nazi it is as you go through it it's clearly anti but it's just so much like nazi symbolism and all this kind of stuff like in your face and i find it jarring because these days those sorts of topics just aren't treated with that kind of humor (laughs) right it was taking a very humorous approach to it it's like that just wouldn't fly nowadays i mean i guess for some people it would but not like yeah yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, I don't know, I'm, you, I'm trying to think about if that was, that might have been, like, close to when the actual war broke out, or it might have been in the middle of the war. I don't actually know no, when yeah, that I don't know the year. came I out. I think it was made out pretty close, because, I mean, it it's propaganda be... to not be a Nazi. Yeah. Because the ending, well, why don't you continue explaining what's going on? Um, spoiler alert, uh, it was all a dream. <laughs> spoiler, Donald Duck, not a Nazi. Not a Nazi. He wakes up and he's like dressed in all American flag garb and all Wrapped that kind of stuff. Sheets. Yeah. Wrapped in the American Red, flag. Red, white, and blue. Yeah. yeah. So. <sighs> and he mistakes the Statue of Liberty yeah. for a saluting Nazi, which yeah. is, is that a statement? I don't, I don't... But then he says, thank God I'm American. Yeah. yeah. At the end. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, whoa, phew, they, it was just a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just like Paul said, like, it's just jarring to see mm-hmm. Donald Duck doing the Heil Hitler thing. It's probably the... why it's 15 million views. <laughs> that's true. It has many, many views video, on, yeah. on YouTube. Uh... Yeah, so that's an example of how Extreme. animation has changed mm-hmm. over the past century. And and how that it's wasn't used just for kids either. That wasn't just for kids either. That was probably aimed at adults too. Oh, sure. Sorry, I didn't mean to like cut you off. I was just I'm, like, I'm not sure yeah. like the setting, like where was it shown? Like in theaters? In... Maybe, yeah, maybe it was like one of those things where they do before the movie yeah. or whatever. Because there wasn't like color TV. Yeah. It feels, yeah, because like I don't feel like a child, depending on how old 
What were you? Oh, I was going to say it was released in 1943. Oh, yeah. That's in the middle of the war. Okay. So. Yeah, just after, like, Pearl Harbor and Americans mm-hmm. getting involved. Yeah. Because they weren't super involved before that. No. As a matter of fact, I, I recently, someone, like, tweeted out um, a video that documents the uh, Nazi party in America because there definitely was one at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a huge, like, convention kind of thing at Madison Square. Is that Madison Square Garden? Is that the theater in New in York? New York, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, documenting all that on, on America's side. But I think that was, like, that was a little bit before the war actually broke out, like, 39 or something. But it's like, it, it. you see cartoons like this, and you think, like, all Americans were so anti-Nazi, especially after Pearl Harbor, but it's, it's also not true. Yeah. <laughs> and continues to not be true today, which is disgusting. Yes. So... Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't, we don't really see cartoons like that anymore. In your face. Yeah. And like you said, Paul's like with any sort of humor like that injected into them with such a, like it, it just. There's like, um, there is politically tinged, like in the, I remember the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually seen it or Persepolis. Oh, I want to see that. I think a lot I have more Middle Eastern animation. Yeah. That's the same studio that did The Secret of Kells. I don't know where they're located. I don't know where they're located either. Yeah, I guess more European stuff is more uh, adult-oriented these days. Mm-hmm. Well, Anywhere but America is probably more adult-themed. It's interesting because even kid shows, even though they do simplify bigger themes, they 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 work in like nuances and stuff. There were like no nuances in that Donald Duck no. cartoon. <laughs> um, it Very was un-nuanced. yeah, and. So I guess, like, yeah, maybe that is how, like, animation has evolved, where it's just a lot more relatable, mm-hmm. and they, like, try to give you a three-dimensional character and all that kind of stuff, and, yeah, M- meaning, like, deep depth, not, like, 3D animation. <laughs> yeah, like, you know more I mean? uh, more viewpoints represented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So Disney obviously produced that one since it's Donald Duck. And then Disney has also done some pretty racist stereotypes using well-known characters or in their movies. Um, But for some reason, people have looked past this. Why do you think that? Because, I mean, we all talk about Disney. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we don't all talk about Disney, but like... People still go to Disney World and Disneyland, and, you know, there's people that are, like, Disney fanatics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that was 60 years ago. That doesn't oh, matter anymore. that's a anymore. different time. Is it, because <laughs> different the, time. is it because the people that probably did it are dead already? Or just old and not animated and stuff? There's so much stuff in our history has people just ignore it. Yeah. So you think people are just Out of sight, out of mind. Well, are you, I mean, because I would feel i would imagine that like they give it a pass or whatever because it's a cartoon and they think oh no one's really getting hurt yeah you know that's and also the context of what it was happening a lot of people felt that way yeah right exactly and they think it's it's just silly kids things whatever but it's also like super fueling the flames of yeah i could use an example do you remember the aristocats like 
Have mm. you guys seen it? There's that part I've not seen it, but I think I know what you're about the to The Siamese yep. cat, like, starts mm-hmm. seeing Ching Chung, blah, 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 and he has <laughs> chopsticks in his hands yeah. and, like, fuck teeth. That and... whole, they're like a whole song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then... I had the urge to sing it. I'm like, no. Don't sing it. Don't, don't sing it. Not I, I guess it's okay if I say, say it. Not sing it. <laughs> I, I mean, well, we can we can all bring it up and talk about it. Yeah. Um, but then, like, you see Marie, the little white cat with the bow. Like, mm-hmm. they sell so much merch of her. Oh, but then, yeah. like, she's from that movie with the racist Chinese cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, people don't think about that, I guess. Yeah. People are willing to overlook that kind of it's thing. It's just easy. Even today. Yeah. It actually kind of pisses me off. Yeah, there's, uh, cartoons are not exempt from being, like, racist and disgusting and hateful. And the crows in Dumbo. Oh. Those are technically supposed to represent black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, a classic example. And they're rebooting Dumbo. I hope without the crows. Yeah, I think it'll, <laughs> it'll change a little bit. Yeah, I hope so. I actually haven't seen Dumbo. Oh, it's, it's really I think I depressing. Didn't Really? I've only seen it once because it's really depressing. I've never had the urge to see it again. It's just sad. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, look at this abandoned elephant. With the mom part. Come to think of it, one of the earliest, like, really artful, um, like, and the most, like, intentionally artful, I think, uh, films I saw was uh, Watership Down. Isn't mm-hmm. that with all the rats, like, killing each other? No, they're rabbits. <laughs> oh, rabbits. Oh. It's know, based it's like... on the novel, but it's it's super creepy. And mm. it's like the the, DV, the VHS cover had mm. at Hollywood Video. just had, like, oh, rabbits on the cover. Yeah, I want to see it. Cute rabbits. But the actual movie had these super heavy themes. The of... part where they're killing each other. Yeah, there's this, yeah. this one kind of became a meme. Oh, mm-hmm. God. That's a big, scary bunny. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, the image on the... Yeah, it yeah. is very, like, wholesome looking. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, about yeah, humans it's... encroaching on oh, the... Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> ...nature and destroying habitats and everything. Hmm. So that might have been one of the first experiences I had with animation that made me go, you know, this isn't just trying to make me feel, like, warm and fuzzy. This right. Is... Talking about real shit. This is doing something else. Yeah. I thought uh, what made me bring it up was the image you have on your wall, which, which reminded me of this? that yeah. one. It looks like the thing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's okay. Listeners cannot see this. You can't see it. Maybe we'll post it on our Instagram. It's really weird. Uh, well, you, because you've done some animation, Paul. Oh yeah, I grew up with a lot of animations. Kind of just like all I watched. So I think eventually into my teens, I. Downloaded Adobe Flash. Hell yeah! Try to do some. <laughs> well, I've dabbled in Flash. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> no, well, it wasn't back then. But... No, I mean like what I created oh, wasn't good. Okay. I mean, it was very like too dense for me to make anything good. Oh but... sure, yeah. YouTube is a great help. Uh-huh. But yeah, I grew up doing like trying to do frame by frame animation, which yeah. is where you. There's this uh. In, in Flash, they make it really easy to just, like, uh, digitally move things across the screen. Right, screen. But right. I was, like, a traditionalist, and I always wanted to do picture-by-picture-by-picture by picture by picture animation, mm-hmm. which meant I haven't really produced anything very long, because <laughs> I've never really... Did you ever try rotoscoping? Um, I actually... Yeah, a couple times. That takes forever. But... It's actually... Fun. Rotoscoping is easier. It's, it's just, easier, but yeah. it takes... 
100 Any years. kind of animation <laughs> takes is so time-consuming. <laughs> I mean, it's true, yeah. That's the number That's one point. <laughs> thing stopping me from doing it. It's the time-consuming nature. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the reason why I'm more into comics, like doing comics, than mm-hmm. animation is because, like, I know animation can be super tedious, but parts of me still kind of want to go into it, even at my age, just because it's probably better than what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's, in comics, there's still lots of repetition, generally, depending on what you're making. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's not... actually very true. Um, and that's that's probably one of the foundations, I would imagine, that you have to learn about for animation and you know just the constant like the the subtle movements and characters or depending on how you animate you mentioned rotoscoping i mean Mm -hmm. i don't even know what that is it's essentially when they like trace over actual video or human like have you ever seen a lens through a lens darkly a scanner darkly scanner darkly that's it oh i was literally oh my god i just nate that's a daria episode it's through a lens darkly i'm (laughs) sorry (laughs) um (laughs) but scanner darkly and there's also there's a dream call or waking life yes (laughs) it's called waking (laughs) life it's about dreams (laughs) i'm not drunk i literally am drinking water waking life is well, a favorite of mine. It's a, it's really yeah. It's interesting. It's a bunch of interesting conversations, like interviews, mm-hmm. but it's all rotoscoped and animated over. And they do they actually do styles, interesting things. Yeah, different styles throughout the whole thing, and they do interesting things with the people talking. Like it's not just strictly rotoscoped. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, the guy who's talking, his head blows up like a balloon mm-hmm. and pops. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool. I think you'd really like it, though. Like, I think you'd like that style. And, um, I'd like to check it out. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, you were gonna even say something like, about that. Yeah, I brought it up again because it's a, it's a helpful tool in just mm-hmm. any kind of animation. Like, uh, yeah. Disney uses rotoscoping all the time. If you look at, like, Snow White from yeah. the 30s, there's, she's, that's a woman dancing in the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of um, articles about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've stumbled upon, maybe not general public because not everyone's interested in animation but yeah they recorded her dancing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I remember i don't know how this came up but like some of the techniques they used back then sometimes seem even more sophisticated than they are now for in I some ways i truly believe they are just because at least in america like the way i mean just compare our current um animation with japan's Mm-hmm. Like, it's so bizarrely, like, we're just so amateur looking. Mm. Like, it's like a budgetary thing, too. It's like, mm, how much well, money are these studios given or willing true. to invest? That's very true, too. But, like, you compare something like, let's say Ghost in the Shell, because that's old animation, and mm-hmm. you put it up against Coco, Disney. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I can argue that the animation in Ghost in the Shell is I mean, better than Yeah, Coco. it's completely mm. different. Two-dimensional animation is completely out of vogue. But, like, and... it just... Uh, my point is, though, like, that was made in, like, the 90s versus something made currently, and because they put so much more time and effort... I mean, you like, could argue that holds up. Coco has a much higher budget, like, a lot more time. That's like, manpower though. went into making Coco, but you, yeah. I would argue that the... Well, I, mean, I loved Coco. I, I know. Made me that's, cry why like I, old baby. that's why I said Coco, because Coco, I don't know if you've seen it. Not yet. You, I highly recommend it's so it. Good. It's really good. It's it's awesome. It aggravates me so much that, like, Frozen. Oh, Everybody so... knows about Frozen. Another but Coco hot take on about the poor Mexican boy because he's brown. Yeah. Oh. 
He's my favorite. That's my favorite movie from Disney in a long time. Yeah, okay. mine would be Coco too. That cool. one really made mm. your heart mm. made, my heart. made my heart feel things. Yeah, oh my cool. See, <laughs> animation can do that to you. Yeah, but then you think about like Ghost in the Shell, and mm-hmm. you could say like so much more artistry went into this, even though the budget was probably like a quarter of what mm. went into Coco. Yeah. If we're talking about budget, um, I know this one didn't get a lot of publicity, but Princess Kaguya, uh, which was released from Ghibli, 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 mm-hmm. um, Ghibli, Ghibli. It was basically like really simplified animation. Mm-hmm. In the style of like watercolors and sketches, Ooh. the director actually recently, recently passed away. away yeah. oh, mm-hmm. well, but that one was one that was breathtakingly beautiful that I've seen mm-hmm. in like the past five years. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I don't know it's how just... we got into this conversation. Well, I don't what, even what remember. We even tried to <laughs> We're talking about great animation. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd ask Paul like your experiences doing animation, and we kind of <laughs> went from there. I mean, it's not a bad topic to deal with. I mean, because I feel like people think of animation as like My Little Ponies, but then you (laughs) see things like Princess Kaguya or like Ghost in the Shell or trying to think of something American and I can't. The Simpsons? (laughs) The Simpsons. (laughs) Well, something like strikingly beautiful. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're just totally focused on 3D animation. Yeah. And you actually, I know how he came into this conversation. You were saying how you think it was more sophisticated. Oh. Like, faster than it is. Yeah. Yeah. Certain techniques are more sophisticated than they are now. And I truly believe in that. I feel like we've gotten lazy because it's like less labor and less, like, it's financially less Mm -hmm. to do it digitally. I always wonder about that because it's like. So I know that even in the credits of, like, the old school 2D cartoons and stuff, there's lots of people who help out with that, lots of artists involved. But (laughs) you see the credits for things that come out from, you know, Pixar and Disney and the the 3D movies, the big guys. And those those credits are so fucking long. Yeah. Like, how many artists get... And, like, what are they all doing? I've always been so fascinated and curious by that. Like... I think it's just, like, less specialized, the tasks mm, that they're asked to do, so... Yeah. Or like, more it, specialized, to be honest. Um, or... I don't know. You, you well, just, like, their training. Like, they're able to... Like, if you want a 2D animator, there might be, like, 30 animators on the movie compared mm-hmm. to, like, the hundreds of people working on one of those three-dimensional movies, but... 2D animation is like all they do. That's that's yeah. what their livelihoods are. Whereas with a giant like special effects studio, they're working on tons of different projects for like films and commercials mm. and everything you can think of. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend in college um, whose parents worked for Disney, and um, one of them directed and did more of the detailed stuff, and the other one did more of the cleanup. So. That's why you were thinking it was more specialized. Yeah. Yeah. They're not just doing general things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. When I was, I guess when I was brought up the whole thing about non-specialization, I was thinking of, like, the Avengers, all the animation that goes into that, and the, mm-hmm. all the different mm-hmm. special effects studios you see at the end. There's, like, just seven different studios endless. that they get working on each of those superhero movies. Mm-hmm. And it is animation. It's, like... Almost a majority of it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> that's so weird because I wouldn't 
Like, nobody really thinks of those movies as animation, but there's yeah. so much. Even yeah. when you think you're looking at, like, a person. Yeah. It's like, half the time, it's mm-hmm. just a rigged up animation dude. Yeah. Someone in a green suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for the Hulk, because he's just green. He's always in a green suit. <laughs> he's always green. <laughs> so. Well, except when he's... Except when he's not green. <laughs> What were you going to say? I was no, just scratching was my say, back with a pen. I so. know, I saw. <laughs> um, so, anything else we want to get to this? Have we reached the end? I think yeah. animation's pretty cool. Hey, me too. Me Thumbs three. up. <laughs> me four. Oh, Cooper? <laughs> Who's here? Um, uh, I guess, do you feel like we covered everything pretty thoroughly? I think yeah. so. Yeah, for being sober. Yeah, for being sober. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess we can end with uh, what is our current favorite cartoon current anime? Favorite cartoon. Go, one of you. That's cartoon not slash me. anime. Cartoon slash, or you could say both. Like Either if you want to keep it separate. <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be one if you really can't like. My favorite. Well, I can talk about what we're wa- watching right now, off and on. Okay, if you want you to. Well, you, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but is that your current favorite? I asked you what your current yeah. favorite is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't have, like, a current uh, anime that I'm watching. These days, I don't really watch anime very much. Or unless it's, cartoons. like, sharing it with someone. Yeah, even cartoons. Because I was going to say Rick and Morty. That's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Like, Sure, yeah. It's currently going on. and Are they renewed for more seasons? Like, at least that's I what so. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Venture Brothers just restarted again, apparently. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that's not my current favorite. That was, that was just saying. <laughs> just saying. Rick, Rick and Morty and, and, and Steven Universe probably are my current favorites. Mm-hmm. I think Steven Universe is my current favorite right now, mostly because it's the one that I've kept up with the most. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty on top of that show. Um, is there a season going right now? Yeah. Their Kinda. release schedule is super weird. I feel like I've heard that that show has ended before. <laughs> like no, no, it's definitely not over. Maybe they wrapped up over. a couple different storylines that I heard maybe, about. Maybe yeah, Still close to the end. I feel it like probably is. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of lots of things have started to conclude, or like there's there have been uh, resolutions to a lot of stuff. Anyway, like the only yeah. show I'm watching right now is what I was mentioning before with Stephanie. It was a, uh, I think it's called Now and Then, Here and There, hmm. and it's this 13 episode anime from. It's old. Mm-hmm. I think it's from like the 90s, yeah. Okay. Well, it's older. It's not yeah. like a modern show. Yeah. This and it's it's about like this, uh, would you call it dystopian? Yeah. Or, no, it's, it's like post apocalyptic show. I, but dystopian mm. too, because like no one's happy yeah. in the situation. Mm. And there's themes of like child soldiers well, is good. a main thing. <laughs> oh, and child prostitutes. Well, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. That's a thing. Basically, child uh, oh. slavery and um, what, what's the word? Child. Uh, Exploitate, exploitation, yeah. okay, trafficking. It's really screwed. So up. it's only is it was it meant to be thirteen or did it get canceled or? Does well, it, have, it, it wraps up it at wraps the end. Up. I think. Okay. Yeah, we're at the point in the series where it's right. All the bad shit has happened, and it's gonna get a little better. But <laughs> at this point, it's like shit. super depressing. Oh good. And yeah. that's okay, the wow. intention. It's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be showing how mm. bad this stuff can be, but it's wrapped in this like fantastical. Uh, post-apocalyptic setting mm. almost like mad max oh, kind of okay. takes place like in the desert there's no water oh. like so everything's bad because there's no water and... anyway 
Children's soldiers. Yeah. Go check that out. That's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty depressing. I hate yeah. watching it. Right. <laughs> I don't hate watching it. I think it brings up good it's points heavy. to think about. It's yeah. heavy, yeah. though. There are certain shows you just can't sit and watch the whole thing. It's just too much. Like The Handmaid's Tale. That's that's a heavy... I, that's mm. not animation, but it's a heavy show yeah. that you can like yeah. really only watch. Like I don't binge watch it. I have it's to like watch it. It's like one a night segments. is good for Handmaid's mm-hmm. Tale. Yeah. Or else I'll cry myself to sleep. Mm. I don't need cartoons to do that. <laughs> and kidding. not that I don't already. Do yeah, I'm just making it worse. So yeah, I guess this... Wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to plug for yourself, Paul? Yeah. Anything. This oh, is man. your time to shine. I'm shining. Uh, I, I've got a few projects in the works, but nothing that. I don't you know. I don't. Plug. It's okay if you don't have anything. Yeah, that's okay. Plug, I don't like have a public <laughs> place that I share things. I yeah. Now that I think about, it, I think he only has his like personal Facebook and mm-hmm. like his Instagram mm-hmm. is just like all personal photos. Okay. <laughs> That's Maybe funny. the next episode I'll have something set up. You better. Like I have a YouTube well, channel, but it doesn't have like no. <laughs> nothing it, on it there. It just has like personal things on it. Paul so likes I'm not gonna to share play it. guitar, and oh, yeah. he does computer program, and he does. Blah, blah, blah. I do the program. I do the programming, and uh, he hopes to. Um, I'm make working his own on video a game. yeah. I'm working on a oh, game yeah. project right now for school. That's great. Well, there, I plugged you for you. I plugged you plugged for you. Plugged you for you. Oh, you plugged me. No. Hey, we're all plugged in. Let's end this episode. In. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for coming, Paul. Yeah, no thanks problem. for being here. Oh, it was a treat. Oh, boy. I don't believe you. <laughs> and, uh, uh, we'll see you next yeah, week. Yeah, see you next week. Bye. 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 Before we go, we just want to say a few things and give credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with their amazing music throughout this podcast. Our intro slash outro music is a song called Rushing, which you can get off of their album, Sins One, on Bandcamp. So go to stutzmusic.bandcamp.com to download that. That's S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com. Also feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com yeah and follow us on twitter at drunkartchat as well as instagram uh, by the same name don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by following us on soundcloud at drunkartchat yeah and I'm Cameron Penamon I'm Stephanie Ledesma and this has been Drunk Drunk Art Art Chat. Chat